Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of In Horror We Trust. is nigh. It is. It's been too long. We've had a little bit of a yet again hiatus. We're the worst. Getting in the way. (laughs) Depression. Work. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) It's okay. We're back. We're good. We're we're okay. Yes. (laughs) We're thriving. Kind of. Maybe. Yeah. You know what? We are. As much as we can, we are thriving. <laughs> Absolutely. And we are very excited to announce what our latest episode is going to be. This episode is our Halloween Spooktober challenge. Yes. Essentially, we've made a list, like a watch challenge, to watch a certain horror movie for each day of the month of October. Yes, so 31 movies in 31 days, and we have challenged ourselves to watch one per day. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. I have... (laughs) If you so dare. (laughs) I have confidence in us. I think we can get through this. Get us in the Halloween spirit. Yes. And we absolutely 100% encourage you guys to either A, follow along, or come up with your own list to do. Yeah. Just uh, fill it with loads of horror. Yes. You whore. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are going to go through our list. Um, We're going to share the picks, obviously. Share a little uh, summary what the movie is about. Um, Who picked it and why we chose to include it in this very special list. (laughs) Yes. And we are including all 31 days. And then we may have some honorable mentions that didn't quite make the cut. We always gotta have the honorable mentions. <laughs> There's just so much good shit out there. Alright, let's get started. So, number one. To kick it off. On our list to start spooky season is The House on Haunted Hill 1959. The OG. Directed by William Castle. Starring the Vincent Price, basically it's about um, a rich guy invites some strangers to this house on a hill, very interesting house, and offers to pay them a reward for staying in the house overnight. But it's a haunted house. Sounds sketch. Um, Yeah, it kind of gives some clue vibes, you know, Uh, just a very, very classic. Sorry, this was my pick. My pick. I guess. Um, And I watched this for the first time last October, and I absolutely loved it. I think it's the perfect way to kick off Spooktober. It has very classic spooky vibes. Um, It's been so long since I've seen this movie, so I am very excited to have a reason to see this again. It's, it's just a, a lovely, cozy film. Yes. Very Perfect way to creeps. start the season. Just yeah, flow right in. Yeah. And then um, the next pick for yes. day two is Child's Play 2, which is Christine's pick. Of course. Gotta relive that trauma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bringing back the childhood trauma each October. <laughs> so Child's Play 2 is... You know, Chucky is refound, rebuilt, remastered, let's say. Oh. And he is set loose to find Andy again and just wreak havoc. And Andy is now in a foster home. And yeah, not doing so well. Still trying to run away from the Chuck. And <laughs> from the <laughs> And this the movie is just no holds bar just chucky on a rampage just next level yeah (laughs) next level shit i figure we eased our way in and then bam right in your face yeah yeah you got some good um classic doll horror yes and it has a lot of good moments and i feel like we needed a doll horror movie on this list so why not the og yeah it's also fun it's very like 
Oh, well, well maybe, maybe not for Christine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is fun. I, I've gr- grown um, old enough to where it's enjoyable now, just at night, maybe. Still do the little run jump, because he still freaks me out just a little bit. Oh, yeah. But. Well, yeah, you have... You have your own Chucky doll. Yeah, too. he's in my closet. So, in closet. Little... or is he? You Shut think up. he is? <laughs> Shut up! Don't even start. Um, no, he's doing well. I, the fear is a linger, but it's gone. Nice. I'm excited to see this. <laughs> Hell yeah! So we have Salem's Lot, 1979, which is Carissa's pick. Yeah, a Stephen King adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this was my pick, Salem's Lot, um, 1979. Basically, this writer, (laughs) Stephen King, um, (laughs) no. A writer goes back to his hometown in Maine, um, and... It is Stephen King. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this writer um, revisits his hometown in Maine, and there is a, like, notorious haunted house in that town that all the kids used to, like, dare each other to go up to. And this house has some new occupants, uh, very strange occupants. Um, and let's just say it's a vampire flick. You know, spoiler, no spoiler. You should know that <laughs> by now. Uh, but it's a it's a great 70s horror film. Um, it's got some classic spooky, creepy vibes um, and very classic vampire type of movie. But I think it's it's just a great... Another warm-up for the season. Gotta have some sort of Stephen King iteration Mm -hmm. in our list. And again, this is one of the movies that I haven't seen in a very long time. So I'm quite excited to revisit Salem's Lot. It's another one of those, like, besides being a vampire movie, just like haunted house on a hill again. Yeah. Um, but I love those stories. It's always, it just, it's kind of relatable because I feel like everyone kind of has a story like that in their hometown or adjacent yeah, area. Yeah, like, <laughs> like kids during Halloween were, weren't afraid to yeah. go up to that one house in their neighborhood. Exactly. I think it's, it should be very fun. So exactly. I'm excited. And, yeah, and the next, um, so day four is Ghost Watch. It's um, another one of my picks and I watched this for the first time last year as well um it's a lesser known found footage horror british from 1992 and essentially this aired on halloween um on the bbc oh and basically they aired this movie as if it were a real bbc broadcast and they had actual bbc reporter star in it and they basically investigate like a a supposed paranormal activity at this home. So it's kind of like paranormal activity before the paranormal activity. Uh, but it's it's really well done and it really was scary and they really like get you. And I know people when this came out and it aired on Halloween night on the BBC, people were freaked out oh. and they really mess with you in the movie. And I think it's just such a delight, like such a delightful found footage um, that not a lot of people have seen that I think a lot of people should see. Um, I have not seen this at all. Carissa has been raving about this movie since she watched it, and she's been trying to get me to see it. This is the perfect excuse to see it, and I'm very excited because she's said nothing but great things about this movie. It sounds absolutely up my alley, so I'm very excited. And it is now on physical media, physical release. I got got the, uh, the steel... Case. Oh, the steel book? Yeah, the steel book. Hell yeah. Edition. You're going to have to show me a photo of it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Our number five pick The OG Exorcist. Ba, 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 ba. I genuinely don't even think this needs a synopsis. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows The Exorcist. And if you don't, you need to do your own research and watch this because this movie is great. I don't think it would be a Halloween mm-hmm. without The Exorcist. Yeah, it's definitely. just the quintessential possession movie. Um, I feel like I feel a little bit more attached to it, even though it's kind of twisted. But I'm Middle Eastern. He finds mm-hmm. Pazuzu in Iraq. So I gotta love it. And, and each time I watch it, it's just like still so scary. It is. And it's just unbelievable just 
the makeup and the effects still to this day. I mean, I don't know. Some people might say like, oh, no, I, no, no, I'm going to shut that down. I maintain that that shit looks so great and realistic and terrifying. Like, oh it my just, God, yeah. I'm just in, like engrossed each time I watch it. I think it's fantastic. I think everything about this movie kind of screams perfection, and that might be the idealist in me, but it really does. The practical practical effects is on point. The storyline and plot on point. The score, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, the acting, superb. Like they're, it's just, it's The Exorcist. Yeah, like I it's can't say more than that. Exorcist, guys. Yeah. With that being said, having that at number five, we thought, how can we do The Exorcist at a perfect timing? Well, we'll do The Exorcist Believer, which comes out on the sixth. Six, 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 sign of the devil. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like we gotta watch the OG before we see this new movie. And I know it's not a remake. It's more of a reimagining part two kind of situation. And I'm I'm down. The trailer looked really, really fun. It had kind of a mix of new school and old school yeah. and really creepy imagery. Yeah. So I'm kind of going into it without expectations, mm-hmm. but, you know, with some hope. So yeah. we'll see where it goes. I gotta say, I was honestly impressed when I saw the trailer. It yeah. was definitely... It brought more hope to me than I had initially thought going into it. And I know we aren't big fans of David Gordon David Gordon Green's um, other work per se but um, no this looks like it'll be a good time and there was some really like the makeup I was really impressed with I was like oh okay they're going for it and they have we have two two little fucked up girls I was not expecting that but I kind of like that they chose to go down that route so it doesn't feel as much of a remake as it could have and yeah I'm just bringing back Ellen Burstein. Yeah. You know, I mean, going along with I the mean, legacy type of... <laughs> it's David thing. Gordon Green archetype kind right. of stuff with what he did with Halloween. Yeah. But, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm going to save any sort of comment comments on it until mm. we finally get to see the film. I know that he's taking on big shoes. Yeah. Everyone oh, loves yes. The Exorcist. Everyone has something to say about The Exorcist and to go in and make a reimagining sequel or anything like that revolving this movie is kind of a climbing the mountain sort of task. So, And even bigger shoes because of the late, recently late William Friedkin. Yeah. Um, So, you know what? Along the same lines of this movie, with how much we know about... um, what happened behind the scenes of like the cursed set of the original. I'm kind of curious to see if any of that happened while filming this one. But besides the point, I'm really excited to have these two on the list and it'll be a fun watch. Definitely. Next, still running with our um, satanic possession theme. You gotta have Rosemary's Baby on there. You have to. You can't have a Halloween list without it. And this one is a... It's it's just quite the film. And I got to say, I still haven't seen it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I she know, did not I'm tell ashamed. me this while we created the I'm list. I'm ashamed. Uh, I'm even more I, excited for you to watch it now. I've always had it on my list and I've always meant to watch it. And I don't know why I just haven't. But um, I am really excited to challenge myself to do it this year. And I've seen a lot of like some scenes from it yeah but not as a whole and i know it's a very like just wonderfully artistically made film um it can be pretty like heavy subject matter per se um but also just dreadful i think looking. you're going to thoroughly enjoy this movie and yeah. if you don't i'm gonna be surprised yeah. it's a slow burn but once it descends mm-hmm. into madness yeah. it really it really punches it home but um, this is a great film. I think it's very deserved to be on a Halloween list. Yeah. And yeah, I can't say enough good things. I, I feel like we're really hitting it hard with the 70s movies right now. But Rosemary's Baby is one of those films that deserves to be watched again on or around Halloween. Yeah. I mean, you have these certain decades with really powerful punches yeah. of horror. Absolutely. And they deserve to be. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. 
Um, which, another one, uh, 1975, uh, Deep Red. Yes. We Giallo. had to, we had to. We had to throw in a Giallo in here. And like, we were really yeah. torn between Suspiria and um, Deep, Red. Deep Red. Yeah. But we have watched Suspiria quite a few times, so I think we want to... Change it up a bit. Change it up. And yeah. um, if you haven't seen Deep Red, which I know a lot of people have, but it's like another very popular Giallo, but it yeah. is... It is a great movie. I feel like out of the two Argento films, people most people have seen Suspiria, yeah. but Deep Red is kind of like the younger or like the middle mm-hmm. child of Argento films. Mm-hmm. I highly suggest it. It's a great film. And, and I feel like it's like quintessential. It is. it is. Yeah. But yeah, that rounds out number eight. For number nine, this is one of my most beloved just... <laughs> funny horror films and it is Hatchet. I absolutely adore um, Adam Green. He is a director that's done a lot of just really fun horror. Um, He very much loves the genre and you can see that in his films and Hatchet is kind of an ode to 80s slashers. Um, It's a bunch of college age people go out to do a swamp tour in Louisiana and they come across Victor Crowley. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's a really fun movie. There's a lot of cameos, um, practical effects. This is just, when you think of like Halloween horror fun, I feel like this is one of those movies that kind of nails that right in the head. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were the one who showed me this movie and it was just such... (laughs) such a fun time so fun it's just over the top Mm -hmm. lots of gore i mean the acting is silly it feels very b-rated but at the same time like you can tell that there's a love um for these movies that there's a lot of attention to detail in it and yeah you can't you can't not have fun with a movie like hatchet yeah absolutely okay and then our number 10 pick which kind of takes uh, hard left on funny and goes into serious and that is 28 days later this list would not have felt complete if we did not have a zombie movie in it and mm-hmm. i know a lot of people argue that 28 days later is not a zombie movie but honestly i think it can be considered an infection yeah type of zombie and who cares about the rules it's just a really fun movie but not even my bite blood and bites yeah and yeah you know what yeah yeah so fuck it it's fun it's a great movie this movie i think has changed the zombie game in my eyes Mm -hmm. because i've always thought oh zombies no big deal like you could outrun them get away (laughs) you're fine this movie absolutely not Mm -hmm. like they run they're terrifyingly fast they are absolutely feral. Yeah. Like so barbaric yeah. rage. Um, so yeah. this movie, man wakes up after being in a coma for 28 days and notices that his city is completely empty and totally filled with these rage zombies. We later come to find out how the rage zombies came to be. And it's just, yeah. Who doesn't love Killian Murphy? Exactly. Who doesn't love zombie movies? It's, you can't go wrong. It's a hell of a concept, too. Yeah. Like, to wake up in the world around yeah. you that you knew. Has completely changed. <laughs> One of the cool little factoids about this movie that I absolutely adore, and I think that's why I keep coming back to this film time after time, is Danny Boyle decided to film this in digital. It was one of the first digital movies to hit theaters, and he was able to manipulate colors, make things look a little differently. So it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a movie of its time, but it feels like a capsule of time. Yeah. So it's it's a, a really cool kind of imagery that we've got going on with this movie. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to add. And I know you would think we put it in number 28 for day 28, but... um. We saved the last three days for something special, okay? And number 11, October 11th, we have Creepshow. Another quintessential Halloween movie that you gotta watch during October. 
Um, so Creepshow, if you haven't seen it, is directed by George Romero and written by Stephen King. It's just a wonderful anthology full of just some wacky, gross, terrifying little stories that are just great anthology. And I think it's cool because we didn't necessarily get a Romero zombie film in our list, but we've got Romero in here somewhere, and that's in Creepshow. Yeah, there you go. And I I just feel like such a kid watching Creepshow. Absolutely. And it's just delightful. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, (laughs) and it had to make the list this year. And for our next three films, these were specifically placed in this list because it made the most sense. And I think it's going to be so fun. But Krista, go ahead and introduce number 12. (laughs) Yeah. For number 12, we have A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. The original. Would it be Halloween without it? Yeah. I mean... I always think of the score first. Yes. I mean, obviously Freddy Krueger, but yes. the score just, it just feels like Halloween already. Like, I just feel like I'm at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the score and just, oh, the the frights of, the frights and excitement of first watching that movie yeah. or just any Nightmare on Elm Street. It's just so iconic. Not just that, but it adds a little element of spooky. Like, we're we're in this, we're, ha- like, you know, part of the way into our list, we're getting a little bit scared, and then here comes Freddy to make sure we don't sleep well. Mm-hmm, like, exactly. I, I absolutely love it. Exactly. And for our next two, again, these three are very intentional. So we have Nightmare on Elm Street for 12, then for 13, come on, Friday the 13th. How it could is literally we- Friday the 13th. How could we not? Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. And we specifically chose part two because that's where Jason really comes to shine. I think out of all of the Friday the 13th movies, it's the most cinematic and it's the most well-told story-wise. And yeah, I mean, come on, Jason, you have to have the iconic slashers Mm -hmm. when it comes to Halloween time. And what's it without Jason? We had to throw him in there. Which brings us to our 14th pick. And I know this movie is very controversial. Some people like it. Some people hate it. We happen to be the people that enjoy it. But we had to do Freddy vs. Jason. Come on. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I don't think Carissa or I take it very seriously. We just have a fun ride with it. We laugh at it. And we just enjoy it. It's fun. It's the 2000s. And it's completely ridiculous but it's so much fun i mean why wouldn't you want to watch freddie and jason just going at it (laughs) and then it brings just the conversation amongst friends of who do we really think won yeah and it just brings just a whole nother level of love for slashers and just excitement around these characters absolutely yeah yeah that's our 12th through 14th picks wow okay Number 15. We were really debating this one. So hard. (laughs) So it is an Evil Dead film, but what we were debating was between Evil Dead 2013 or Evil Dead 2. So feel free to choose between those two or watch them both. Yes. Or watch the whole franchise. Why not? In (laughs) one day, let's do it. Challenge. You you have to watch Evil Dead in October. You have to. It's just. Oh, such a ride. Yes. And you do get two very different vibes between the 2013 and the Very, very different vibes. It's kind of like, do we want to feel goofy silly or do we want to take it very seriously? And I don't think we could have chose between the two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. camp or just in your face blood. Or blood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like group of friends in one way or another, makes it to a deserted cabin in the woods. Cabin. Um, <laughs> and they, cabin. They, they find this uh, demonic presence that uh, wreaks havoc on them yes. in quite quite a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> and who doesn't like a good old bloodbath on yeah. Halloween? Or yeah. in spooky season. So if you want to feel a little groovy, go with uh, number two. If you want to fucking get stabbed a million times with the syringe go with 2013 (laughs) Um, and then number 16 we have The Mist 2007 now it's been a while since I've watched this but I think we and the internet 
can all gather around and remember that devastating ending. Oh, God. And this is kind of our, like, um, alien type of thing. Yeah. Like, you know? They're a little bit alien. They're a little bit of creature. Yeah. It's a little mix. You don't, it's, it's a, you don't really know what's no. going on, but it's chaos. It's terrifying. Um, and just absolutely heartbreaking. Right. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Yeah. And it adds that little bit of like religious horror element to it. Yeah. Yeah. But essentially this mysterious mist envelops this town and then, um, people die in this mist they don't know what from exactly but yeah. there's something out there and so you get this this family or group that holds up in a grocery store and then you kind of get this play on like just humanity yes you know? and i think that's the coolest part about this movie is seeing you know what people do mm-hmm. in a time of crises and how they comfort themselves and how they get through it And our next two picks, we have (laughs) one of my beloved James Wan films, Malignant. I bet you didn't think we were going to say that. Maligma. But but Malignant. Um, I think we just wanted to kind of break up the seriousness from The Mist because The Mist is a pretty heavy film. And what better way than to not only watch a James Wan film... But watch a batshit James yeah, Wan film. There you go. And uh, Malignant, Malignant. Ma- I can't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you keep it's making contagious. me want to say Malignant. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, Malignant came out in 2021, and it is about a woman named Madison who is paralyzed by shocking, violent visions of a grisly murder. And her torment worsens as she discovers um, that these waking dreams are, in fact, terrifying realities. Again, batshit crazy. It's kind of an ode to Giallo. And the ending, chef's kiss. Just so not what was expected, Mm -hmm. but so great. So great. So good. Yeah. Okay. Our number 18 pick. What would a spooky list be without some Rob Zombie in the mix? Just to add a little bit of flair. And what movie? House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, baby. We just can't seem to get away from those haunted house stories. But this one, I think, adds a little bit of a different element to it. I mean, it um, it's just very it's Rob very Zombie. Rob, very <laughs> very Rob Zombie. It almost feels like one of his like music videos. It's oh, kind of crazy. Yeah. But uh, House of a Thousand Corpses is about two t- teenagers um, traveling across the backwoods area of Texas, I believe. And they are in search of urban legends. Serial killers. And they kind of end up in a weird kind of situation with a kind of backwoods family. This would happen to me. And you think so? <laughs> just kidding. Well, I would not fucking go in that house, but I, the part of like searching out urban legends, sure. <laughs> no, uh, absolutely. I think that would be both of us. I mean, if you've listened to our previous episode on urban legends, it's something that we are very curious about and something that we definitely enjoy so I, I could see it I think I would have pieced out the moment I saw Captain Spaulding I've been like get <laughs> oh, me yeah, out of I mean... here whether it's I actually get out or yeah. I die but I want out <laughs> I mean yeah the film feels like you're going through a haunted house attraction because like you just find like all these different characters that are yeah. crazy and scary and just rooms of fucking horror it kind of feels like like a like a a victim of a serial killer's fever dream yeah that's the best way i can put it it's really it's really crazy but it's a lot of fun and i think having a little flair of rob zombie kind of rounds out our list yeah absolutely number 19 13 ghosts oh my god okay so we initially totally forgot this movie to put it on our list i can't believe we both (laughs) forgot like 
Adam and I had talked about it before when I was briefly putting together my list, but I forgot to add it and I just completely forgot. <laughs> I have no excuse. I just flat out forgot. So when we were condensing our list at the very end, Adam's like, oh yeah, there's 13 ghosts. And we were like, <gasps> um, we were trying to think of like the last one to add yeah. and it was just absolutely perfect. I yeah. mean, this movie, Christina and I absolutely adore. If you haven't seen it, Please watch it right yes. now, which I don't know about the time this comes out, but it's on HBO Max, but it is leaving soon, sadly. Please watch this movie if you hadn't. I think this is, yet again, one of those early 2000s yeah. kind of showcase films. It really feels that way, but it's Matthew Lillard at his wildest and what more can yeah. you ask for? Exactly. Big goofy, but also very spooky. Yes. And then... Yeah, you get this uh, this man with his two kids that inherit um, from the man's uncle this mansion that's really weird and has these, like, rooms with fucking writing etched on them. But basically, it's housing these trapped ghosts yes. in these rooms. Thirteen, to be exact. And there's more to the story that uh, why they're there and why this is all happening. But, um... The That's ghosts great. are so great, and they're so well-crafted, and the they're makeup. practical, and oh, they're so good. What's your favorite ghost? Fuck. I mean, the jackal is terrifying. I think that's the scariest one to me, so I do love the jackal. The jackal's I, my favorite, too. I like the juggernaut, and... The fuck. juggernaut's crazy looking, and... um, but the hammer. The, the hammer? hammer? Like, with the nails in him? Yeah. I don't know what his... I forgot what his name Isn't was. Isn't that the Juggernaut? No, the Juggernaut's, no, the, juggernaut's the, yeah. the dude. Mm -hmm. The dude. Uh, I, think, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it is the hammer. Is that, is that what it's... I don't know. But we'll, those... We'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. Watch it again. We're going to yeah. watch it again. Then we'll yes. know the names yes. of all the ghosts. It's so good. I can't wait. Um, they're... They're, ma they're making... Adapting a show. A series. Yes. I think on HBO, right? I don't know. I'm really curious to see how they do this. Yeah. Like, it would be really cool if they did kind of a telling on the Black Zodiac, where yes. they did, like, one ghost per episode and kind of gave a backstory on yeah, it. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And all I'm hoping for is just practical makeup, because these characters, yes. these ghosts are so interesting. They deserve yes. some craft to some great designs, you know? Very well said. Number 20. We have Phantasm. It's a 1979 film. Bringing it back. Um, but this is another one of those films where you kind of feel like a child watching it and you, you just get wrapped up in this, uh, childlike fear where this kid notices a grave robber, this really known as the tall man. And he's a very like, yeah, tall, lurchy kind of guy that's very unsettling looking, just stalking about town. And he has this mysterious mansion, um, on the outskirts of town and some strange happenings going on there and when you get a look inside it's even stranger yes. <laughs> um, but it i i was very delighted by watching this movie again i watched this i think for the first time last year and i really loved it it's a great 70s horror yes it's been a long time since i've seen this movie so i don't have much to say but i am excited to see it again it's it's very different, I gotta say, from mm -hmm. from other like seventies horror. It it definitely feels in that realm of usual seventies horror, I guess, in style. Yeah. But um, just the content of it is very different. Yeah. It's very interesting. I'm excited to see it to see it again. Of what you find in yes. this, this house. Our number twenty one pick to kind of break up the seriousness of uh. Well, I guess Phantasm's kind of fun, but we just threw this one in here. Mm -hmm. Um, Idle Hands. It's one of those favorite kind of Halloween time films. Um, it has a great cast. We have Devin Sawa, Seth Green. We get a cameo from The Offspring towards the end. <laughs> so yeah. much fun. It's about three friends. They're all guys. They are up to no good. All they do is smoke pot and chill um, and at one of their houses and watch TV and music videos. And one day that proves uh to be their downfall yeah <laughs> and uh a lot of just hilarious chaos ensues it's a very very fun movie it feels so much 
like Halloween. It just, the list wouldn't be the same without it. I gotta say, that opening scene is brutal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah, it it's is. Like, I-, I think that cold opens probably mm-hmm. the scariest part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, such a good time. Yeah, really, really yeah. fun. Great fucking one-liners. Yes. Oh <laughs> my so god, so quotable. I I've been known to quote this movie quite frequently over the years. It's great. I adore it. And then our number twenty-two pick, none other but the OG Maniac. What yes. would a Halloween list be without a legit serial killer movie? Mm-mm. This movie is about a psychotic man troubled by his childhood abuse is let loose in NYC and he let's say he just wreaks havoc on some women and it's pretty brutal this movie is bloody it's disturbing it's not very fun (laughs) and you would ask why would we put this on this list because we are gluttons for punishment yeah, it's a great, and it's a great fucking horror. It's good. Yeah. It's just good, and like, it's it's sad, you know. Yeah, I mean, on both sides. It's yeah, just, it kind of is, and I hate uh... to be that one that like shows like any sort mm-hmm. of emotion for the antagonist of the film, but you kind of can't help it in this situation if you really dig into the context of why this man is the way that he is. Yeah. 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 It's just it's a it's a lot to kind of contend with in your yeah. heart, in your mind. Yeah. But it is um just truly a frightful film. Yeah. Um very well done. Very and the well performance. Done. Yes. So good. Yeah. And then I mean the ending, you know? Yeah. Just well, wait wait and see. Yeah. Just wait and see. You gotta watch <laughs> it to see it. And yeah. then we kind of battled a little bit between which version oh, we yeah. wanted to watch. We ultimately chose the OG, but I feel like we have to kind of mention Elijah Wood's version. Yeah. Because it was done very, very well. It's yeah. a very creepy. Um, it almost felt real. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because it was a newer rendition of it. And so, it, it like, in my mind that it clicked, right. like, in today's day. Mm-hmm. So it just felt a little bit more realistic to me. But nonetheless, it's it's just as great as the OG. One of those instances where the remake was not terrible. Mm-hmm. And right, um, right. yeah, thoroughly enjoy both. Yeah, well said. Well said. Okay. <laughs> so, number 23, we have Mandy. Yes. God diggity damn. <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect way to put this movie. <laughs> Mandy came out in 2018. And we have the lovely just charismatic fucking wild Nicolas Cage just going to town. Um, (laughs) So the movie is about Nicolas Cage's character named Red and his girlfriend, Mandy? Or is it his wife? Oh, I don't know. Lover. Yes. (laughs) His lover, Mandy. Um, They are living a loving and peaceful existence in their pine-scented haven and eventually it is just basically destroyed their euphoria is just destroyed as this would you call him a cult leader yeah he gives off the vibe of a cult leader but the antagonist kidnaps mandy um and red tries to get her back yeah drugs her up with lots and lots and lots of lsd but um this this movie (laughs) directed by panos cosmatos yes Wow. It's just, this one is very different stylistically from all the other films. This movie is just so fun to look at. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's a specific scene that just trips you out. So if you are under the influence of anything, prepare. So (laughs) I watched this with someone, I'm not going to say who because that's their own (laughs) private business, who has done Uh hallucinogens. Uh And they said that the little kind of imagery that they put in there to kind of feel like you were tripping was very realistic. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, And who doesn't like Nicolas Cage dialed up to an 11 (laughs) and just let loose on it? Like, I think that's when he does his best. 
the yeah again like the performances the fucking props and all the yeah. characters and production design is just yeah awesome to look at it's, it's just so a feast for the eyes it really 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 is it's it's a great it's just a great time and it, it, it feels like a fever dream i mean essentially. it does yeah. it does but yeah i really love this like whole take on cosmic horror i just i really love the way that it plays with color mm-hmm. i think that color even though is obviously very unnatural lighting still looks beautiful yeah. And the way that it plays off of characters and their skin tones, like it's just, it's really, 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 really great to look at. There's certain moments with characters where I just, they feel like, it just feels like a dream. Like they feel unreal. I'm like, yeah. And are, are these real characters? Is this in his head? Because <laughs> it's just so strange, but like. It is. Cra- just crazy, fun, and unsettling. Yeah. Yep, and that the ending, the ending of this movie is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, highly recommend. Highly recommend. And then, uh, goddamn, to follow that up, number twenty-four, we have a barbarian. <laughs> we have barbarian. I mean, we have a whole episode on this movie, and by golly, it's just a joy to rewatch. Yes. I mean, we don't really need to say much about this. We've already said it. We love this movie. It feels very necessary to be on our list. And yeah. Yeah. It's barbarian. Go watch it. If you want to laugh, if you want to cringe, if you want to scream, if you want to fucking throw up in your mouth. No. <laughs> Drink it out of a baby uh, bottle. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, man, it's such a good time. Yeah. Number 25, it's The Craft. I think this is one of those movies that kind of rides the line of horror, Mm -hmm. where it's not 100% horror, but it still is pretty creepy. And it's about a girl who moves into a new area. She starts going to school and finds friendship with these other three girls and they all happen to be witches. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. It's, it's definitely like a outcast yeah. story, you know, 90s. Um, very 90s kind of teenager, um, yeah. teen kind of flick. But I think it resonates with everyone a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think everyone loves this movie around this time of year. Yeah. It's just, it's a good film. My, I mean, my mom, when they play Light as a Feather, Stiff as a yeah. Bird, I always think of my mom said she, she would play that with her Did friends she? and everything or try to. Did it work? Um, I'm sure they convinced themselves it did. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever played it? I have not. I haven't either. Lay down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it is such a great uh, fall vibes. No. Yes. <laughs> it, it is such a... Um, it feels nostalgic. Yes. I mean, I was I was only one years old when it came out. <laughs> but but I, um, but I think. Oh, did you see this movie as a teen? Yeah. 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 It it's, definitely. Yeah. High school, mm-hmm. fucking yeah, feeling like an outcast, yeah. and then getting into like, because I felt like I was into more off, not yeah. mainstream stuff. I feel like <laughs> any like teen girl that kind of grew up around the time that we did that was at all into alternative maybe Mm -hmm. curious about the occult watch this movie yeah definitely so it's a fun one number 26 we had to pick a werewolf movie and what better than ginger snaps i mean girl power sisters full moon full on like morphosis scene of the character turning into a werewolf. Female maturity. Yes, it's great. And I think it has such a great, like, subtext to it. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's about these two sisters who are kind of different, don't get along with, like, a majority of the people in their high school. Um, They go off to play a prank on the younger sister's bully. And... Ginger, the older sister, is bit by something. Turns out it's a werewolf. And you just watch the transformation of Ginger from that point on. I 
fucking love this movie with my whole damn heart. I enjoy this movie so much. It is disgusting. And I'm so sorry. I'm going to put a warning out there. There is animal... There are dead animals in this movie. Um, But it looks very fake. And so I think that's what is kind of easy to get past. But, uh, yeah. Um, There is a really great TikTok creator. Um, She's talks about a lot of horror movies and did um, a video about the alternative script for Ginger Snaps. And it sounded like that movie would have been so cool to see. Nice. Really, really cool. I'll have to show you that petition for it to be made. But uh, Ginger Snaps is really fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was very well said. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we got to have a werewolf movie. We were... (laughs) We were looking for a uh, full moon date in October to uh, <laughs> schedule this one for, but it was already um, taken by a, Very a film we needed film. To, yeah. <laughs> to have in there. It would have been fun to watch it on a full moon, but not necessary. 28, guys. Yeah. It's good at any time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Now we're getting into the heavy hitters. Towards the end of the month. So, number 27. We have Hereditary. Come on, come on. It's probably one of the most impactful, maybe resonating horror movies of, like, just recent memory. (laughs) Impactful, yet controversial. Because this movie's either loved or it's hated. Yeah. Thankfully, the people I'm around have all loved it, so we're on the same page. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I just... It's such a well-made film. I think it's just so well-crafted. The scares, they're not fucking cheesy. They're actually just terrifying just catches you so off guard so many times and for this to be ari aster's mm-hmm. debut film Incredible. like full-length film god damn insane i don't even want to like talk about the the plot i'm sure <laughs> most people have seen it by now but yeah. um it's just a this family that undergoes like some fucking horrendous turmoil and then we get some uh secrets of the family from you know the the grand the grandmother um start coming to light and there is much more in the design than is comprehended yeah and it's great to rewatch i highly recommend rewatching it a few times because there's lots of little details that you'll start to pick out and so com- much comes together yeah um but i feel like uh, there's nothing like seeing this movie for the first time yeah because true. it kind of like you don't really know where it's going, but then finally when you figure it out, it was like, what the actual yeah. fuck? Like, yeah. this movie was kind of wild. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely heavy, so I feel like you gotta be in the right kind of mood right. to watch something like this, because it's pretty devastating. The performances all yeah. around are just jaw-dropping. Yeah. And technically how they shot certain fucking scenes. Beautiful. Like, just the opening when you go into the dollhouse. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, you're going into the dollhouse and then it switches and, you know, just seamlessly transitions into the real set. This movie's kind of a technical masterpiece. It's really well done. Everything from the sound design to the just camera movements to the effects to the acting to the... (laughs) Makeup to the costume mm-hmm. design. Like, this movie is very, very meticulously thought out. And yeah. it makes me think that Ari Aster has a very type A personality. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. And, I mean, we we just also have some uh, personal... <laughs> oh, God. Horrific experiences after watching this movie. Oh. I don't... I still don't know what the hell happened. But, essentially, we were hearing the... The tongue click around yeah. our apartment when we lived together. It was, and it was really weird. horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was. We, for the longest time, thought each one of us was playing a joke on the other until we moved. And we were still hearing it. And it was pretty scary. So, I don't know. Maybe we summoned Paimon accidentally. <laughs> God damn it, Ari. <laughs> but, yeah, highly recommend. It's such a good movie. Yeah. Number 28, which I'm going to hand over mostly to you because I haven't seen it yet. Recently came out, Cobweb. Yes. 2023 release. 
Cobweb. I think it was such unfortunate timing when Cobweb came out mm. because it was around the Barbenheimer release. Oh, yeah. So we had Barbie, Oppenheimer, Talk to Me, and then Cobweb. All in the same kind of bubble of releasing. So obviously there's a very specific crowd that went to go see Barbie. There's a very specific crowd that went to see Oppenheimer. There was a little blend that saw both. And then there was a horror crowd that went and saw Talk To Me. And I think Cobweb was just forgotten about, unfortunately. Well, let me tell you, it shouldn't have been. <laughs> um, Cobweb is about an eight-year-old boy named Peter who's plagued by a mysterious and constant tapping from the inside of the bedroom wall. Ugh, his parents keep insisting that it's his imagination and the story kind of unfolds from there. I do not want to say a single word more about this movie because it kind of keeps unveiling itself. Mm. So you go into the movie expecting to see a certain kind of movie and then a layer is peeled away. And then you're like, oh, okay, I think I know where this is going. And then another layer is peeled away. And then by the ending, you're like, what the actual fuck? But it's so fun and it's such a good time and it's creepy and it feels very Halloween. I do not think this movie is outright scary. I wouldn't say that. For me personally, not at all. But it was very, very fun to watch. And it did have one scene I can particularly remember where I was like, oh, I don't like that. Not even because it was scary. It just, it was, I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It hit a certain nerve where I was like, I don't like that sound. I don't oh, like what's happening. No. <laughs> yeah. But it's very quick and I 100% know you'll know what I'm saying when okay. you see it. But um, I mean, I'm so excited. It's really fun. I highly suggest every single person go out and watch Cobweb because I don't think it does. It got the love and attention that it deserved. Nice. That's yeah. interesting you say how it keeps unveiling itself and yeah. like you expect something. Because when you first initially say the synopsis, I'm like, that sounds like something we've seen before. Yeah. I totally yeah. went into it thinking that this was like another haunted kind of possession movie. Yeah. You'll mm. see. And I mean, the creators, they made that show Marianne that was on Netflix yes. and it was French. Yes. Um, and I did not watch the whole season, but I I had watched a few episodes and it was thoroughly creepy. Yes. There's a lot of, yeah, just a lot of imagery that really creeped me out and I, had me looking in the dark corners of the room. I don't think this necessarily played on that same level of uh -huh. Marianne where it was like having you check in dark corners. But that one scene had unpleasant imagery where uh, I was like, I don't like it. See. It pay I know you'll know when that scene happens and pay mm. attention to the dad. Okay. That's all oh I'm gonna God. say. Um, nice. And our number 29 pick. None other than Scream. Came out in 96. I mean, if you know Christine and I by now, we have to put Scream on adored. most of our list. Yeah. <laughs> it's adored. You we don't have to say much about it. We've reviewed quite a few of the Scream sequels. It's loved. It's the OG. Um, you gotta have it in a list. I yeah. I also think it is just a perfect addition for like a Halloween feeling watch because you get like a small town feel with like you know teens, and you get the costume, the fucking serial killer slashing people off, and it just it feels. It feels like, I don't know, like when you're just going around in high school and it's like that time of the year, yeah. like super I nostalgic. It, yeah, yeah. nostalgia yeah. is a perfect word. And I don't know if it's just like this was one of the first like horror movies we've watched in our lives yeah. that we are very attached to it. But I think it has just a certain feel to it. Yeah. And I then agree. not to mention its whole like impact on, on the horror genre. You know, but like, there's just a certain feel to like the Ghostface costume yeah. and that that town when you watch it, and it feels like autumn. It feels like Halloween, and yeah, I 100 percent agree with everything you said. I just don't think this would be a list without Scream on there. Um, I could watch this movie a hundred times during October yeah. and still love every second of it. I, yeah, Scream is Scream. 
It had to be on this list. Spring scream. Spring scream. Yeah. And then for day 30, what would Halloween time be without (laughs) trick or treat? Yeah. This movie takes place during Halloween. It's an anthology film. It came out in... 2007. Yes. <laughs> it is so fun. I have very fond memories of seeing this movie for the first time. It was really hard to find on physical copy. And I looked and looked and looked for it and found it at Fry's Electronics. Oh, wow. And um, this has been in my rotation for my Halloween movies since I can remember, since I've gotten my hands on that yeah. physical copy. I remember renting it at Hollywood Video. Yes! Which, again, it was like the cover <laughs> drew me to it. Yeah. And then, oh, god damn, I miss, I miss rentals. I, I do too. And physical, yeah. Was, I feel like I discovered more movies that way. Yeah. Because I was drawn to the, to the fucking, you know, the yeah. artwork and I don't know. I think anyway. you could just lose time in those stores. Yeah. And just, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Trick or Treat just, yeah, like you said, quintessential Halloween. And you get the play on all these different urban legends yeah. that they're, you know, kind of focusing on. And then the story the that season. ties all three together yeah. is seamless. And I don't want to give too much away about this movie if you haven't watched it, but it's absolutely worth a watch i mean you get an iconic halloween mascot for sam yes and then they throw in specific halloween rules to follow yeah and it's just it's really fun it's just you have to watch it yeah you have to watch it for halloween yes every every season and if you like incredible the character sam that you see around spirit halloween Mm -hmm. he's from trick-or-treat yeah please get it right (laughs) And then, oh gosh, last but not least, day 31. <laughs> Call us basic, but we don't care. We gotta put Halloween. 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 So we put the OG, you know, 1978. Gotta have classic Michael. Yeah, classic Michael, where it all began. Yep. I mean, it's a fucking legacy for a reason. It's Absolutely. iconic for a reason. John Carpenter. We had to put John Carpenter on there. Yeah. Obviously. But... And we kind of struggled between which one we wanted to put on there. Yeah, like, I yeah. think we all knew deep down inside the OG had to be the yeah. pick. But feel free to fucking marathon it. Yeah. Or I was, I think I was saying that my other pick, if it wasn't the OG Halloween. Well, was, we know what our other pick <laughs> was. Halloween H2O, yes. which is one of those ones that's you hated or loved. Yes. <laughs> I think it's one of the worst masks. Yes. But the yes. Funnest. Absolutely iteration yes. of halloween fucking josh hartnett yes um but yeah i mean if you don't take it too seriously please just it's just a have great fun. time i yeah. love i think it's like amc well they usually have a fright yeah. fest but they'll yeah. they'll do the whole franchise yeah like on halloween and i every halloween i remember like going to my after trick-or-treating you know i would i'll go to my my parents room and just watch uh yeah all the halloweens oh and, that's so cute it's just such a vibe. No, yes. I'm just kidding. Kill me. Um, <laughs> no, it's 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 so good, and it's just it's yeah. fucking Halloween. It's Halloween. You have to do a little Michael on Halloween. Classic. The music. Yeah. Cue music. No, <laughs> um. Yeah. So, you know, follow our list. Make your own list, but please just fill yourself up with loads of horror for this October, this Halloween season. Yes. Let us hail Pima. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but you know, we we horror fans love love the spooks. We love yep. the spooktober time. It's just another dedicated month to like show our love for Absolutely. the genre. And I think what better way than to challenge ourselves and see if we can get one movie a day for 31 yeah. days. I think we can do it. Adam, would you like to add any comments to Ooh. the list before we get into honorable mentions? Do you have one that one. you're most excited to watch or rewatch? Yes, so I haven't seen Hatchet yet, so I would definitely yeah. be excited to see Hatchet. Um, I'm excited to see Cobweb also. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, I'm always excited about Ginger Snaps. I feel like that yes. one is is like quintessential Halloween. It was like always on... 
I think it was IFC used to play yes. it all the time for Halloween, and I just always watched it every single time. Uh, Creep Show, quintessential Halloween. I feel like it just reminds me so much of like, I, I'd only watched it like, I think it was like two years ago or something, but it felt like something immediately when I watched it, I was like, this is something that I would watch every Halloween <laughs> if I was a kid. Um, yeah, and then Hereditary, I think, is another one where it's like, I, it's just so it feels so creepy and it's yeah definitely so detail oriented that it feels like so inherent to the nature of Halloween if that makes sense so um, yeah I'm excited the whole list <laughs> <laughs> well we did have some honorable mentions stuff we had on our list that uh, we were debating on and ultimately that didn't make a cut yeah <laughs> um yeah, so, I mean, the first two, we got Blade. Which, I mean, come on. it's a great vampire movie, yeah. but I just don't feel like it's a horror enough. It feels mm-hmm. very horror adjacent, but not quite there. But goddamn, that blood rain. <laughs> just Wesley Snipes in his full glory, blood rain, Gosh, all of it. So good. So 90s. <laughs> so 90s. Uh, next one is Drag Me to Hell. This is one of my favorite movies. I love this movie so much. Again, it's just another... It's like... It's got some great modern horror where I was actually freaked out watching it. Especially at the the ending scene was so unsettling to me. (laughs) Um, But it's also got some goofy-ass shit in there. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's very rainy. And we already had a classic rainy film in here. And honestly, if it came down to it, what am I going to choose? Evil Dead or Drag Mm -hmm. Me to Hell? Yeah. It's going to be Evil Dead all the way through. But watch it. Drag Me to Hell. The movie's really fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, Our next two, uh, Cabin in the Woods. I mean... (laughs) This is a movie for horror fans. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, not much else to be said about that. It's great, but we just felt like we already had a lot of cabin, haunted house kind of films in our list. Yeah. yeah. It didn't quite make the cut. Um, the next is Faculty. <sighs> this is such a great, like, just ensemble cast. Teen horror. Teen horror alien film. Yeah. But when it came down to it, we just it didn't feel right to put in our list so mm-hmm. we opted to just have it as an honorable mention yeah oh man yeah the next two honorable mentions funny games oh. <laughs> now it's been a it's been a long time since i've seen this but yeah. um we just we ultimately decided to maybe a little too depress- uh, depressed we just have a lot of like hard to watch films on our list that I feel like just adding another really really rough movie just yeah. wasn't necessary maybe it didn't capture quite the uh, spooktober Halloween yeah. spirit that yes. we were going for for this challenge but it is a really great movie mm-hmm. it doesn't have a lot of gore but it's still really impactful Brace I yourself. highly suggest I don't highly suggest. I suggest watching it if you think you're up to it. But keep in mind, it's a lot of heavy subject matter. And I think it's so realistic that it drives it home a little harder. Um, But it is heavy. So at your own risk. And then we have X. Which again, we have a whole episode on. Yeah. Which is ultimately why we left it off, I would say. But, um, you know, great characters. Great kills. Just really fun ride at the same time very cringy but in the best way you know (laughs) um yeah listen to our episode yeah absolutely and watch other Thai West movies if you haven't seen any Mm -hmm. they're great and then our last two is Terrified which again is a really really just creepy kind of slow burn movie that has a lot of just unsettling imagery yeah and it's it's a really cool film but i don't think it made the cut because we have a lot of other similar movies on the list and Mm -hmm. it just yeah didn't feel necessary to add it it's a lesser known international film it's argentinian but um highly recommend it's it's a very well done film it's it's pretty much an anthology but it feels a little more 
it's it's literally right on the same street that these stories are happening and they are freaky yeah but um yeah uh is it still on netflix um i know for sure it's on shutter okay give it a shot yeah you'll enjoy it and then our last honorable mention uh this didn't make the cut because I personally stated to Carissa that I'm a little burnt out on the whole Warniverse kind of thing. Um, iterations of films coming out lately. There's just a lot of it going on. Um, but it's insidious. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic movie. It was, I mean, spectacular in its time. It kind of set off a whole mm-hmm. new genre of films. Mm-hmm. And it, it like came out with a bang. Everyone was scared of this movie. I remember being a little freaked out of this movie when it first came out. It's really well done. Really well acted. Great storyline. I mean, what else can I say? Insidious yeah. is fantastic. It just... And I was torn... Because I love The Conjuring, too. Yes. But The Conjuring and Insidious both were so good and, like, on the best of their respective uh, franchises. Yeah. <laughs> or a few films that came out. Sequels. Um... But yeah, if you love, if you want jump scares, yes. But they are in the originals; they are well crafted. Whereas later down the line, they absolutely are, feel overused or overdone. But um, yeah, yeah you want some good ghost action. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I, ghost and demons. I think the kind of James Wan movie that went out was Malignant because yeah. it's very different, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's not a movie that most people who have seen James Wan's films have watched. Yeah. And if they have, it may not hit in the same way that Insidious and The Conjuring did. But it's worth a mention. I think it's very fitting for Halloween time. Just, yeah, yeah, watch it if you're down. All right, guys. I think that concludes our 2023 October horror films list. Challenge yourselves, guys. Yeah. Watch a horror movie each day of the month. I'm really excited to do this challenge. We haven't done anything like this before. I'm excited to hear what y'all have come up with for your list. And please hit us up on social media. Send um, us recs. Show us your list. Send us recommendations. I know there will be some days um, that we're watching films that we'll have time for too. So yeah. please do so. I know we put our jack-o'-lanterns out pretty early this season, but um, I'm going to... I'm going to blow it out for the night. I think it's been on for a while. Why? They look so cute. Just leave them on. I mean, I don't want people to bother us thinking we're awake, so uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to go play. Ah! <laughs>